Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 119, verses 97 through 104. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all day long. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is always with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your decrees are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts. I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. I do not turn away from your ordinances, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Deuteronomy chapter 12, verses 1 through 12. These are the statutes and ordinances that you must diligently preserve in the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has given to you to occupy all the days that you live on the earth. You must demolish completely all the places where the nations whom you are about to dispossess serve their gods, on the mountain heights, on the hills, and under every leafy tree. Break down their altars, smash their pillars, burn their sacred poles with fire, and hew down the idols of their gods and thus blot out their name from their places. You shall not worship the Lord your God in such ways, but you shall seek the place that the Lord your God will choose out of all your tribes as his habitation to put his name there. You shall go there, bringing there your burnt offerings and your sacrifices, your tithes and your donations, your votive gifts, your freewill offerings, and the firstlings of your herds and flocks. And you shall eat there in the presence of the Lord your God, you and your households together, rejoicing in all the undertakings in which the Lord your God has blessed you. You shall not act as we are acting here today, all of us according to our own desires. For you have not yet come into the rest and the possession that that the Lord your God is giving you. When you cross over the Jordan and live in the land that the Lord your God is allotting to you, and when he gives you rest from your enemies all around so that you live in safety, Then you shall bring everything that I command you to the place that the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name. Your burnt offerings and your sacrifices, your tithes and your donations, and all your choice votive gifts that you vow to the Lord. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God, you together with your sons and your daughters, your male and female slaves, and the Levites who reside in your towns, since they have no allotment or inheritance with you. The Gospel of John Chapter 6, verses 41 through 51. Then the Jews began to complain about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They were saying, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Do not complain among yourselves. No one can come to me unless drawn by the Father who sent me, and I will raise that person up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, 
and they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that they may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Good morning and welcome to the seventh Wednesday after Pentecost. This morning's psalm continues from Psalm 119, which we'll probably change tomorrow. Then we get a reading from uh, Deuteronomy and the Gospel of John, each of which, uh, in their own way, talk about uh, the things that imitate or or the the ways that used to be, the the ways and the things that God um, is concerned may... um, that, that God is making new. Um, the, the subtitle for the NRSV in Deuteronomy is that pagan shrines are to be destroyed. Um, and the, the passage in John talks about how um, this contrast between, uh, well, wait a minute, manna from heaven, we, we've already had that. How can Jesus be manna from heaven? And in his response, Jesus says, well, uh, no one can come uh, except through the one called by the Father. And there's this odd, there's this odd contrast. Um, I was trying to think of, like, how to make sense of it, but uh, because it's, it's difficult. I mean, are we saying that the manna that actually came from heaven... Um, you know, wasn't good enough. And so now we need this guy. Um, It's an interesting story because the people who are complaining are the people who grew up with Jesus. And they're saying, wait a minute, we know this guy. What the hell? Oh, and by the way, um, how is it that, like, um, I've come down from heaven? Like, sure, the whole manna thing, but, like, we know where he came from. Um, and they probably think he's a bastard child, um, unless they really believe that Joseph was, was his father. But there's no talk of Joseph. Anyway, um, the De- it seems to perhaps correlate with the Deuteronomy reading in um, the admonishment and the, the reminder that there's there are things that endanger, there are things that will set themselves up like uh, they come from God. These pagan shrines, um, destroy them all, their danger. Um, you know, their gods um, are a threat, I suppose. Um, what they do is not what I'm going to have you do. And to keep from being distracted, you need to get rid of these Shrines. You need to get rid of the memory of these gods that these um, other people have have set up and worshipped. Um, and 
it, it, it read together these two passages are just really interesting like I you know we don't want to say that the manna was no good and and the old thing is aligned with the pagan thing um, and yet there's this the the reminder that is seem that does seem to be um, being invoked is look you know there's one way to God and this is the way all these other ways are a problem um, and Jesus said, never says it directly he says that not that anyone has seen the Father except from he who is with God um, you know you don't want to eat this bread and die you want to eat the bread and live um, and he opens this by saying you know don't complain no one can come to me unless drawn by the Father who sent me. Um, and so this it's this weird exclusivist underpinning. Um, and uh, the the manna from heaven is kind of this, I don't know, it's the it's a metaphor that, that's being used, but it's also not really what the story is about. It's about is Jesus from God? Yes. These things that aren't from God, um, you know, need to be taken care of. Um, what are the things in our lives that set themselves up as gods that need to be demolished? Maybe not literally, or maybe literally. Um, you know, the, the New Testament talks about if your eye causes you to sin, cut it out. Like, do we do that literally, or, or do we want to do things short of cutting our own eye out that will help us keep from doing the things or or giving our time and energy and attention and worship to things that will harm us, to things that draw us away from God. Um, but there are things that that get in between us and God. And that's kind of uh, that's the the role and the point uh, that Jesus serves is that um, we are able to speak directly with God because we are able to speak directly with Jesus. He is the manna from heaven. He is given to us by God and is God. Um, and the, um, the danger is of, of forgetting what Jesus looks like or, or having these things in our lives that give us things that we think we get from Jesus like happiness or um, or, or you know f- different forms of pleasure like those aren't necessarily God um, because if that's true then things that don't give us pleasure must be, not be from God um, and that's definitely not true I mean if you've ever read the Old Testament there's all kinds of ways that God is not happy with us um, it doesn't um, just make everybody feel like puppies in sunshine Prayer of Self-Dedication from the Book of Common Prayer Almighty and Eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated to you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, 
and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where PPUHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.